everyone. Welcome to another episode of Slice of Healthcare. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Today, I'm joined by Mark Dennison, the CEO at Anelto. Mark, how are you today? I'm terrific, Jared. Thanks for asking. Excited to, to have you on the show today. Obviously, you and I met at the uh, American Telemedicine Association conference out in Boston. Uh, geez, it was about a month or two ago now. Time's, time's flying. And uh, your, your company had a great booth there. You did some, some nice demos of all of, uh, of all your offering. And we had a good chance to chat. So excited to have you here today. Uh, if you don't mind, Mark, we'd love to hear a little bit about your background. And then we can talk more about Anelto. Sure. So briefly, my background, I spent uh, 32 years at Texas Instruments, which uh, is a really progressive high technology company, did a lot of different things there, ended up running marketing for the company, uh, working with the CEO, great experience. Um, I retired, took a year off, and I really wanted to do something um, different. You know, semiconductors is a great business, but I wasn't sure about the social cause. So uh, the opportunity to build a company that helps seniors as they age in place seemed like a tremendous opportunity. So about eight years ago, got started on that journey and have been doing that ever since. And if you don't mind, we'd love to uh, hear about, we, we focus on three things on the show whenever we have a guest come on for the first time, the, the why, how, what of the organization. So could you... You don't have to do it in that order, but could you give us the why, how, and what of Anelto? Sure. So everyone's got a personal story about someone that's older, that's aging, that's in their family that they care about. We all um, are generally remote from those people, right? In my own case, my mother um, lived in Los Angeles. Um, then we moved her here. But I was on the road working. I was traveling all over the world. And you know, it was very difficult to give her the help that I felt like she needed to be successful. And if you talk to your friends, family, people, thousands of people have that same experience, right? They have someone they care about. They want to help them to age gracefully. They want them to be safe. They want them to be healthy. So the, so the why is Anelto is here to try to help to solve that problem. We, we certainly can't solve that problem all by ourselves. It's a very complicated problem. There's a lot of social determinants. There's a lot of community impact, but we have you know tools and technology that help connect seniors with either their healthcare provider, their friends and family, or in some cases, a, a security monitoring center uh, to keep them safe. So, so the why really is, you know, this is a very common problem, especially in America. You know, if you go to Europe, people tend to stay in the same city. Their relatives live where they live, right? But in America, we're scattered all over the place. So that's the why. Um, the, the what is, as I said, we have a a combination of, of capabilities, right? So the core competency of this company is putting elegantly designed equipment into seniors' homes so that it's easy to use, uh, basically bulletproof, right? It's always available, um, something that doesn't intimidate them. That's what this company really started doing in the PERS business. And then we've built out the clinical platforms around that. So that's the piece that connects the senior to their healthcare provider and, and, you know, how do we do it? Um, you know, at our core, we're a technology company, um, but as we've added more clinical expertise, we've gotten much more, I would say, nurse and, and care provider focused. So how we do it is we work real hard every day to, to make our products better and to, uh, to serve seniors in a, in a better way. What's interesting about the space that you're in too, Mark, is, you know, the, the software and tools that you have to create 
it's it's different than like an Apple going out and creating like a new phone, right? You have to create software and and tools for for people that also may not be the most tech savvy, and you need to make it in a way that it's easy for them to use, right? Because you know they're they're in the um, in certain situations, their life could be at stake, right? If it's if it's not structured well, and you've done such a great job in creating these these great products. So I want to transition. My next question for you is around how to help. And this can both be through an alto, which I want to hear that perspective, but then also just generally with your, where we'd love to hear your opinion. How do you recommend helping seniors thrive both with an alto and then beyond? Well, um, you know, let's start with the basics, right? You, you have to find ways to keep them connected, right? They, they, they have friends, they have family, they have things they enjoy doing, right? Seniors tend to get more isolated with age. And, um, you know, my mom in her own case, um, spent many whole days watching CNN news on her couch. And that was not really good for her, right? Because we didn't do a good enough job of keeping her connected, right? I mean, she should have been out walking. She should have been playing bridge with her friends. She should have been doing a lot of things. She didn't do those things. Um, so the first thing is, you know, we, we want to help keep seniors connected. So that might be using our app to say, stay connected to their friends and family, right? It might be using our healthcare tools to stay connected to their provider um, because, they don't want to be isolated, but they have a lot of things going against them. Maybe they don't drive anymore. You know, maybe they have trouble getting around. And so they become isolated. So, so really to me, that's number one, right? Number two is in a healthcare context, you need to make it easy uh, to monitor them for the same reasons. They're maybe being a bit isolated. It's not easy for them to get to the doctor. So they don't go uh, as, as, as uh, prevalently as, you know, a millennial would go. They also, as you said really well, they're not necessarily comfortable with technology. They're not going to whip an iPhone out of their pocket and do a teledoc. I mean, it's just not what they do, right? So when I said earlier, we design elegant equipment, what I mean is it's simple, right? It's designed to do very specific things. We have an audio platform. So we put a, a console called Remote Care into the senior's house. It's got two buttons on it. One button will connect them to their doctor. The other button is a reminder to take their medication, a reminder they have a doctor's appointment, a reminder that they might want to go out for a walk today. So we deliver audio content. It's the only two buttons on the whole system. When they need to take a vital sign, they take their pulse ox out, they turn it on. The system says, I'm connected to your pulse ox. Then it takes a reading. And the reason you have to do that is... Um, these people didn't grow up. You know, the iPhone was only invented 20 years ago, right? They, they, these people didn't grow up with the kind of technology that, uh, that you and I are accustomed to using every day, right? So that simple elegance is important and it goes through our whole product line. In total, between the personal safety products and the uh, healthcare products, we have almost 300,000 cellular systems spread across North America. So, you know, this isn't theoretical. We know how to design stuff that's easy to use. It doesn't come back. We don't troubleshoot it. Seniors just turn it on and it works. Well, what was cool about talking with you at the uh, the telemedicine conference was that you were able to also, you had this great booth, you were able to show a lot of your products and how it worked. And you took me through the, which, which is very rare, right? When I do these conversations, I don't usually get to fully see the, the product and service that you offer. I learn about it. I research about it. Uh, but you were able to show me step-by-step step how it worked, 
phone call, you click this button and it was, um, it was, it was one of the smoothest like demos conversations that I've been able to have when I learn about a new product. So it's clear that you guys, I like that. I, I forget how you said it. Simple, simple. What was the phrase? It was like two words that you've been saying that is like a nice coinable term. Elegantly simple to use. Yes. Elegantly simple. I like that. Um, well, well put. Uh, well, so, it's not, you know, it's not, it's not easy, right? If, you, if you've ever bought a fancy new car, like I had a, I had a BMW with an iDrive system. It was not simple. It was elegant. It looked fantastic. I couldn't figure out, I'm a smart guy. I could never figure out how to use it. Right. So therefore all that neat stuff was wasted upon me. So, you know, we try to deliver what the senior needs in a form that it's just really simple for them to use. Right. That's what we try to do every day. Absolutely. Um, and, and that's, that's probably a fun challenge for, for you and your organization to always be, how can we make this simple and elegant uh, so that our, our users are not being confused. We're getting them exactly what they need, especially given uh, the average age of your users, right? You need to, they need to have something they can rely on. Yeah. Our average user across all our products is 78 years old. So they have a very different set of requirements. I, somebody else coined the phrase, you know, that most technology is designed by millennials for millennials, right? So somebody 30 years old designed it for other people that are 30 years old to use. When you're 78, your manual dexterity is not the same. Your vision's not the same. Your hearing's not the same. Your adaptability is not the same. Um, so we just boil things down to, to what they really need and make it really obvious. We put big buttons on our video screen that says, do you want to talk to your doctor? And you just push that button. That's all you do, right? Um, when a vital sign's taken, we put a big screen up there that says, here's your results. And it announces them. The devices turn off automatically, right? All that little stuff that, you know, you wouldn't really think is all that important. But when you get tens of thousands of these out in the field, you find out real fast how important it is, right? Because people, if they can't, if you're 80 years old and something doesn't work, you don't troubleshoot it. You put it in the box and send it back. There's no, there's, you don't get on the phone with an 80 year old and say, Hey, let me, so it has to work right out of the box. And we spend a lot of time being thoughtful about that. In terms of connectivity, uh, how, how is that system getting connected when it's in um, either uh, I know you work with, it'll both be, will you put it in, in like individual homes and also like the, the nursing homes and retirement? communities or will it only be like one or the other? No. So we'll put this wherever the senior resides, you know, so if they're in a, in a senior living facility, uh, we'll be glad to do that. We'll put it in their apartment, um, wherever. So, so just foundationally, all our equipment is cellular. All our equipment runs on AT&T and Verizon, which have tremendous coverage across North America. And the reason it's cellular is you don't have to worry about passwords. You don't have to worry about security. You don't have to worry about the Wi-Fi network going down. It's ubiquitous, right? The cellular tower is always on. So when you plug in one of our systems, it just connects. And that really back to that's what this company, um, the engineers here have been doing for the last 30 years. They understand how all that works really well. So, you know, that level of connectivity, um, as the price of cellular access has come down, it just makes a lot more sense than trying to manage a Wi-Fi connection for this demographic. Yeah, no, that does make sense. I mean, any any major connectivity issue can disrupt service, so that makes sense why you selected that pathway. Definitely the more the more uh, uh, reliable for sure. 
what's uh mark what are you really that you can share i know you can't always share every ins and outs of the business there's some stuff that has to stay close to the vest but what what are you really excited about in terms of what's next for Anelto? so uh you know this country is in the very early stages of moving healthcare into the home right um if you think back to you know i'm old enough to remember when my doctor had manila folders with pencil markings in his office that's how he kept track of my chart right um you know, it was a it was a 10 or 15 year transition to electronic health records. Right. Um, and Medicare drove that. They drove it through incentives. We're in the same sort of transition. Right. Pre-COVID, most doctors honestly believed the, the best way to treat a patient was to see them with your own eyes in the in your own office and put your hands upon them. Right. That's how they were trained in medical school. Medicare was already moving towards this healthcare at home for seniors model. And COVID has only accelerated that because most doctors now are very comfortable with telehealth consults because they really didn't want to see a COVID infected patient face to face in their office. Right. So so the case for remote care has been made. Right. And now what's next for Anelto is is building out uh, a robust set. We have an audio only platform. We have a video platform. We have 10 vital sign monitors we support. We'll have more platforms in the field for seniors to use. And then we'll have more clinical tools that make it easier to care for a large population of seniors. People are not, doctors are not used to seeing three vital signs a day from every patient they have, right? So we have to design our tools so that they can manage that, so that it's, it's not a burden for them, it's actually a benefit. So if you're in the hospital, there's somebody looking at your vital signs. They're used to that. It's happening constantly. But that might be one person for five people. Um, in the remote care environment, that's more likely one person for 150 people, maybe 200 people. And we've got AI tools and a clinical platform that sends all that information in the right format so that a clinician can keep an eye on people and intervene only when it's needed. So what's next for Anelto, honestly, is just being part of this enormous transition, right? There's, there's research studies out there that say you, you'll, your survival rate is 20% higher if you stay at home than if you go into an institution, right? There's lots of studies that say remote patient monitoring reduces hospital admissions by anywhere from 30 to 50%. So, so we've got this double payoff, right? We're taking better care of people. They're healthier and happier. They're happier because if you survey anybody over the age of 65, over 90% of them want to stay right where they are. They want to stay at their, in their own home. And they're also getting a higher quality of healthcare and saving costs. And we can't keep spending 19% of GDP on healthcare. So, so what's next for us is more innovation, more patients, better tools, more partners, because um, we're really in, in the very early stages of this move of healthcare into the home. Well, Mark, I want to thank you again for, for joining me on the podcast today, sharing your thoughts on uh, healthcare at home, and then also what you're building with Anelto. Really appreciate it. Hopefully we can have you on again real soon and uh, wish you and Anelto all the best of luck. It was great talking to you, Jared. Thank you.